I had a dream last night that I actually overslept and woke up after 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I missed my window by which to order Rick and Morty pinball. So let's talk about our first impressions of the Sunday night reveal of Rick and Morty Pinball by Spooky Pinball LLC. So I don't think people really expected it to drop on a Sunday night. I don't think I've seen anyone else ever reveal a game on a Sunday evening. And I have no problem with it. You know, I, I some people were talking to me like, well, why are they doing it then? It's such a stupid time to release. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like the show airs on Sunday nights. Like the fan base of Rick and Morty is up on a Sunday night. And I just saw the video that they released has something like 12,000 views, which isn't a lot, but it is a lot when you when you think there's only 750 games that are going to be available ever on this title. Whenever a new pinball machine comes into the world, it is like the birth. Pinball God, the goddess of pinball has birthed us a new baby in which we are immediately having a reaction to, right? And, and, and I know it's always hard when all you get is a video like this and photographs to know deep down inside who here knows if they really are going to enjoy flipping this machine, right? If you're a Rick and Morty fan, I, I think you're just excited that Rick and Morty pinball exists. If you're a pinball person that wants a game with deep rule sets, you don't know yet if there's enough there. If you're a pinball person who loves like artwork and making a sort of like a visual statement with your pinball machines, we're going to talk about that, uh, what we think about the way the game looks. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's it's really, it's never been done like this before, and I, wanna, I wanted to sleep on it. I didn't want to put up a show last night because I wanted to think about you know, how this whole thing rolled out. And we, we definitely can all agree that this was one of the best launches of a pinball machine ever in terms of getting people excited, in terms of the manufacturer being present, uh, you know, at the moment in which stuff is going up online. I mean, Chuck was inside the threads talking to fans. He was answering every question he could. They've done as good of a job as any manufacturer I've ever seen just getting people excited for the game. So the, the the hype was through the roof. The fear of missing out on getting this game is still currently in existence and through the roof. Like I, I want to talk about that too because I don't I don't think people are thinking this through fully right now and I want to explain what I mean by that in a little bit. But you know you might as well just order it is my kind of opinion for it. But anyway, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about the game itself. Let's give let me give you my opinions about this launch and the game and what I'm seeing as I look at the game right now, all right? And this is all just within 24 hours of absorbing this game. I think first and foremost, the the overwhelming thing I'm feeling right now is a level of anxiety and excitement connected to each other. Like I'm both excited and I'm anxious at the same time. I'm excited that there's a Rick and Morty pinball machine, that there's a new pinball machine just out there in the world available for us. I'm really excited that the show's creator is working on this game. Like when I see the video and I hear the call outs and I hear Chuck tell us that there's all this hilarity and we haven't even heard any of the R-rated, more explicit uh, sort of voiceover work from from from, uh, from from the creator of the show, you know, that's going to be amazing. I don't think we've ever seen ever in the history of pinball 
a game made that's going to have this level of theme integration when it comes to the callouts from uh, the characters in the theme. Okay, so I think it's going to be absolutely incredible. Now, the question does remain, are we only going to get voice work from Rick and Morty? Will there also be uh, the, the family members from the show? Will they also have call-outs? Or are we going to hear from them at least on the clips from the show? I think we will. I mean, this is the show's creator. It's the show's creator. I am sure that everyone who has anything to do with Rick and Morty will follow his lead and do what he wants to do. And if he wants to make the best pinball Rick and Morty game, I think he's going to have to have sounds from the other characters in the show, all right? That's what I'm really excited about. And, you know, I'll talk more about the layout and the artwork. I'm excited about it, but I'm also anxious that I have to make up my mind less than 24 hours after seeing just a video that doesn't really have much gameplay that doesn't really have any of what the coding is, doesn't really show us anything on the screen, doesn't have any any of the real like pinball stuff you wanna see, right? It's just, it's sort of just like a video, it's movement over a game. It's almost like video, taking video of photography, of, of the still images and just moving around with some music and some call outs from, there, there's no real like pinball meat on the bone right now. Uh, and we have to make up our mind. And here's what I thought about as I woke up this morning. I said, like, you know, normally when Spooky Pinball launches a new game and almost every pinball manufacturer launches a new game, normally before you have to, like, pay and spend your money and run to the door with your wallet out, normally Spooky would always bring these shows to a game or sorry, these shows to a game, the game to a show um, and people would have a chance to play the game at the show like i remember alice cooper was i think released at texas pinball festival um rob zombie was revealed at a show and and they would show the game and then people could jump on the game and play it immediately and even though the games weren't finished code wise we at least we at least had like a good two to three days of people's first impressions of flipping the game uh before people had to order the game Right, and we know that those titles did not have the hype. There was not the fan base that were just ready to gobble it up. So that's where the anxiety lies right now for me, and probably for most people out there, is you have to make up your mind maybe today before you get locked out, and you don't know enough. And and that's just pinball, though, right? I mean, who else out there? This is what Stern does every single time. I think I think Spooky Pinball. Is, is feeling what Stern feels consistently over the years, which is when you have a big theme that people want, you really can make people do stuff that they wouldn't normally do in other areas of life. You really can get people to spend thousands of dollars before they've even played the game. And Stern does that time and time again. I mean, people bought $15,000 Elvira games without flipping it once. So when I look at this game, and it's around like $7,000, plus the Bloodsucker Edition, which is $7,500, and then if you want the Butter Cabinet, it's $8,500. Let's, let's talk about price, then we'll get into the game itself. So I see people saying like, you know, is this game worth it? And I think all of us collectively don't know yet. I mean, how can I sit here on this microphone and tell you it's definitely worth it? Go get it. We just haven't seen enough. Now, if if I were to add up the 
elements of this game. It's a Scott Denisi game with with Bowen Karens on the rule set. And knowing that the the show's founder is working on this game with them, I I I do think the value is going to be there. Okay, I do. And 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 come on, I mean, Spooky Pinball at seventy five hundred bucks. I don't think that's a bad buy at all. I mean, especially you know, for me, I've been buying all these games lately that are you know selling for like fifteen thousand, twelve thousand dollars, and it just to me like seventy five hundred starts to feel like a bargain. I mean, there's only going to be seven hundred and fifty. I know when I say only, it still sounds like a lot, even as I say it. It sounds like a lot. I I do think people are not going to get locked out of buying this game. I I I I don't think it's going to sell out in one hour. I don't. I don't, and I'll explain why in a little bit. All right. So, in terms of value, I think the, um, you know, I think the Bloodsucker Edition with the purple armor looks phenomenal. I think it looks great. I, I mean, I saw some people complaining about the purple armor. I think it looks fantastic. I just, I don't understand why you would not upgrade to the Bloodsucker Edition for the extra five hundred bucks. I think you get way more in that upgrade than you normally do uh, with Stern Pinball Machines. I just think it looks better. I. I why not? Why not just get the one that looks better? All right. Now, now I uh, personally, personally, if if you if I were if I were you and you were me personally, I would go in with everything. I, I if you've seen the butter cabinets in person, and unless your games are in between games and you're never gonna see the artwork, I think this colorful, cartoony artwork of Rick and Morty in butter cabinet format is going to look so freaking good so i actually would definitely increase the price and add the butter cabinet into the game you know coming in around like 8500 plus shipping all right that's what i would just go all in I, i would want them to put everything that they could into the game and i know i know once you're getting around 8500 you know nine thousand dollars maybe with taxes for people all of a sudden what just happened right spooky pinball is at the price of a stern limited edition game holy crap right this little boutique company from benton wisconsin that used to sell six thousand dollar games and and would humbly humbly you know say that a game was six thousand dollars remember they were like nervous they never wanted to price people out of the pinball fun and for the best of pinball and to expand pinball but i'm happy to see spooky and company uh getting what they deserve because they have a the hot theme with a hot designer, with a great coder, with with great theme integration, they have this game has so much more in it than than a lot of recent Stern machines in in, in terms of you know the total package. So I'm, I'm happy, I'm happy that they can charge this. And look, here's the, here's the thing, the market will determine whether or not Spooky is charging too much for this game. Okay, the market will will say what it can bear in the pinball world but knowing what sells in pinball and knowing what this game has on the table i i don't think people are gonna balk because of the price i don't i really don't all right let's talk about the game let's talk about the game so i'm opening up um spooky pinball's facebook page and what's really exciting and this must be a great day for them over there is is they've they've changed all the artwork on spooky pinball llc and it's all rick and morty now let me tell you something when it comes to marketing when you can borrow equity that millions of people love and all of a sudden Spooky Pinball and Rick and Morty will forever be merged together. 
because of this partnership. And it must make them feel so special that a small little company, a tiny little company from Benton, Wisconsin, who came out of the gates with America's Most Haunted, arguably one of the ugliest games of all time, this meager little company that started slowly, that just slowly grew from you know, making a Domino's game and a Jetsons game and a, and a Rob Zombie game and an Alice Cooper game. They kept getting better and better and better. And now they've got a pretty big leagues license. And now they've entered into you know, a fandom that, that's beyond probably what their wildest dreams were when they started this little company. So it's really cool to see um, them associated with such a hot property like Rick and Morty. So I'm looking over the game, and the first thing I thought to myself was like, wow, it, it looks like, it almost looks a little like TNA 2.0, doesn't it? I mean, I, 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 I don't know who did the artwork on the game, but I'm assuming it was Matt Andrews because it has a very TNA-like layout with the numbers and the color gradation. And just when, I don't know, just the first glance at it, I'm like, oh, okay, here we go, you know? And there's just like, it just has that sort of TNA feel to it. Now, in terms of the the artwork, you know, I'll say this, like for a Rick and Morty theme, um, I, w- I need to stand over it. I, I, I don't have, I'm looking at, this is like the best shot right now. It's like sort of like a three quarter angle shot. You've got like the monster with like the six eyes with the wings in the middle. Um, you know, look, I, I, I heard someone say this and it's an interesting point. You know, Rick and Morty aren't even on the play field art. They're on a plastic to the left and if this to me this game um it it works for me it's you know we're so used to seeing uh so much more detail on it on a play field uh but with this game it's much more simpler the approach now i do think it works i do think it works i think the light show uh, that's going to be on this game is going to be phenomenal um would i have liked to see a little bit more detail on the play field artwork uh, the answer is yes. It does look to me a little flat, but the Rick and Morty artwork from the show is pretty flat. So they didn't they didn't they didn't sort of go off and make the artwork more stylized than the show itself. Um, here's what I think when I saw this too. I just said that this game is just screaming for the mod community to come in and add sculpts of the characters to the game. And that's the other thing I said is like, wow, there's like, there's really no three dimensional uh, characters on the play field. Like, like like 3d Rick, 3d Morty, you know, Mr. Meeseeks, like you can, you, it's like this flat world is just screaming to pop up and be more three dimensional on the play field itself. Now I, I know that the mod community is going to have a field day with this game. I mean, this game just screams. If, if I was a, like the mod couple or anyone making mods, measle mods, th- this game is like going to be your uh, your bread and butter. I mean, so every everyone who owns a Rick and Morty game is going to add sculpts into this game. Okay, so I think I think that's something that we're going to see come down the road. Obviously, the big design change that we haven't seen before in a pinball machine. Recently, uh, it's been done before, but in nothing modern is the pop bumper as the left slingshot. How does that play, right? I've heard from Scott that he loves it. He loved it so much he wanted to make both of them pop bumpers. Um, I I like that this is different. I do. I, I think that so much pinball is cookie cutter, and I love seeing something different like that in the game. There's a magnet. You know I love my magnets. There's a magnet on the right side. 
uh, for outlane drains. We've seen that before. We saw it in Black Knight. There's two buttons on the right side of the game. The button is right next to the flipper button. Um, it's not below it, like where they normally put the magnet button. It's right next to it. So that's cool because I think you can just hit both. It might be easier to do it that way. Let's see what else. Um, I mean, look, you know me. I don't like to go around a play field that you can just look at and go over everything. I'll say the things that stand out to me. This, I mean, look, you can't be Canada's Pinball Podcast and not comment about there being a spaceship on a spring. I mean, we ragged on. We ragged on the TIE Fighter on a spring forever when Star Wars was revealed. But I will say this. At least this spaceship on a spring, the, the headlights work, which is really cool. And the LEDs or RGBs inside the spaceship work. And if you look at the spaceship, it's cool. There's like the silhouette of Rick and Morty inside that spaceship. Uh, but again, I think that's another item in which the mod community is going to go crazy and maybe make a, a more elaborately sculpted spaceship. That's cool. The house looks really cool. I love the fact that you can get into the garage. Yes, you can get into the garage. People are wondering if you can or cannot. The garage looks like the area where the, you know, when we saw the upside down of the play field, that's where the, uh, the, there's like a subway that leads from underneath it. So I think that's going to be definitely a cool shot in the game. And look, the house, I just, you know, what's hard with all these photos is I don't get a sense of what it, all feels like to stand over the game like how much of that world under glass is going to come to life uh you know people keep talking about a couple things on the right ramp there is a metal post just to the left of the ramp and is that the final design like is the ball just gonna whack at that thing i don't know a ball hitting metal is that i don't know if that's really gonna be what's there finally also, you'll see the artwork for the Meeseeks um, Mega Seeds. It's covered a little bit by the metal flap there by the ramp. Uh, this is a prototype game, and that will be corrected for final production. All right. Now, the right ramp that just sort of goes up and comes around back to the flipper, uh, you know, I think we've seen straight ramps. They don't really do that much for me. Uh, but otherwise, the game looks fun to shoot. I think the horseshoe up the middle is going to be fun. Uh, the scoop in the middle, I'm not so sure about. You know, the, the ball just goes in there and then comes right out. Um, and I, I also think they're going to want to put a, a a cliffy there. Wherever there's a scoop, I don't understand why these games don't come with cliffies installed. But it is what it is. Okay, I, you know, look, I think the game looks good. I do. I think the game looks good. I can't tell if there's, it looks like there is, uh, there's side blade artwork. It looks like outer space artwork. It's hard to see the, the I might want to redo those side blades because they're dark. They're like black. So I'm not sure if they light up like the galaxy, but right now there is side blade artwork in the game as well in, in the inner cabinet. All right. But again, like my thoughts, you, you, you get them. I think this game looks fun. We don't know much though. And you have to order today. And that's the big question on everyone's mind. You don't know. You don't know what the game is. You don't know what the game is. But here's the other part that I want to talk about because to me, this is probably the most important thing when you make up your mind today and if you listen to Charlie talk about the game he says when people ask about the coding in the game that there is a lot more to add to this game and that they're going to be working on the coding for this game for the next 18 months people so think about that for a minute this game is pretty early on code wise and they're going to be working on adding stuff for the next year and a half okay now, we are back in Stern territory now, and this was, I think Chuck did this too with uh, Alice Cooper, where, you know, the game 
can be see I see I don't know what what level the game is at and is this going to be a Batman 66 scenario where the game is pretty Spartan when you get it and the first people who get the game are just going to have a game that's pretty incomplete it kind of sounds like that and and I'm a little worried that we don't know we don't have a standard by which we know how far a game is along, right? We we sometimes think 1.0 code is is like when a game is finished. So what what is this game at? Is it is it 0.46? Is it porn, point eight? Did I say porn? Is it porn eight seven? You know what I'm saying? Like we just don't know. And so without knowing that, uh, are the early buyers going to get a game that's gonna just sit and wait and have to wait months for more code to be available? And does it become more advantageous to just wait and get the game when the code is further along? I mean, it sounds like this game might not be done for 18 months. So then, you know, 18 months from now, think about 18 months when it comes to pinball game releases. Like, that's an eternity from now. We're going to see like 10 more Stern games by then. We'll see two more Jersey Jack games from by then. We'll see Deep Root games by then. You know, so then when 18 months from now, when that happens, you could you could pretty much get a new inbox Rick and Morty game 18 months from now when the code is done and they'll have worked out all the kinks in the game. It all of a sudden starts to make you wonder, like, what should I do? Like, do I need it now or should I wait? I don't know. I really don't know. And we just don't have that much information. And I hope that's a fair take on this. And it's not a knock on the game because I think the game looks like a ton of fun. I still think they're going to sell every one, but it just makes me feel like um, everyone rushing through the door today is sort of playing with, with half a deck. And I hope that people get what they expect, especially the early adopters. Now, they might not care. They have the game, and they'll be happy with that. Now, what am I doing? What am I doing? I, I want one of these things. I do. I, but we're all the same, right? I feel like all of us wake up when we love pinball. We, we want every new pinball machine for a period of time. Um, but I'll say this. I'm only on episode, or sorry, season two of the show. I'm loving it. Um, I, you know, and I think part of me just wants to support spooky pinball and i think it would be great to have a spooky pinball game in here and enjoy it for a while and maybe keep it if i really fall in love with it and i don't see the harm in getting one early on um, other than the fact that i might get a game that's not that complete and i might be unsatisfied especially me because it's like this is going to be the one game that goes into my bedroom for a while and if it's if i have to wait for code for like over a year Am I going to kick myself, right, six months from now when maybe Stranger Things or Toy Story or Guns N' Roses? I don't know. I really don't know. But then I'm like, oh, crap, I don't want to, like, miss out on buying it. And then I have to wait a year to get one because they're all spoken for or they're just that's how the build orders are going to be. Here's the reality, though. We all know this. We all know this. One thing, one thing and one thing only, if you really want it and you want it now, and you didn't get a spot, it's so easy to get one. It just requires one thing, and that's money. You dangle a little bit more than someone paid for their spot, and immediately they will give it up. 
age. You know, I was telling my friend Derek, I was like, Derek, I could get a Pirates of the Caribbean collector's edition tomorrow. He's like, no, they're none available. I'm like, well, no, he'd act, he didn't actually say that. That's my new thing. I'm going to start, <laughs> I'm going to start, uh, you know, uh, attributing things he doesn't say. But all you got to do is this. I want to buy a Pirates of the Caribbean collector's edition and I'm offering $17,000, right? And then I'll have one. I'll have like a few of them offered for sale immediately. You know, what's two grand when you're willing to spend 15 grand? That's the crazy way this hobby works, okay? Today is the day in which it opens up. And do we think it's going to sell out? I mean, we're talking 9 a.m. Uh, at 9 a.m. Benton, Wisconsin time, which is 9 a.m. Central time, which is only an hour and 15 minutes from now. So by the time this show is up, we are going to uh, only have a little bit over an hour before the, the, the insanity starts. Now, distributors are still your best bet. I, I, I think you need to get in on a distributor list. Now, I talked to a big distributor last night. I'm not going to say who. And I said, how many do you have? And he said, I get a hundred of them. I said, awesome. How, how long is your list for Rick and Morty? Over 100, Chris. Okay. So that's, that means someone's going to miss out and have to find another distributor. So the, the demand is there. The demand is there. Now, you know how it is in this hobby. Will, will the demand be there in 24 hours? Will the demand be there in 48 hours? Part of me thinks it was somewhat smart not to show too much of the game. Because this is, if Spooky's learning a, a, a valuable lesson in marketing, the more you show of something, the more you show the more you might show stuff that people don't like. And the less you show, the easier it is to keep more of what the game has in it inside people's imaginations. You see what I'm saying there? The more this game continues to have curiosity and we're dreaming about what the game is like, there, that's actually a more valuable emotion to play off of with people when you want them to buy it. So less is actually more when it comes to it. You know, when people say like, oh, I want to see Jack Janger stream it for four hours before I make up my mind, you know, the marketer in me is like, no, that's the last thing I would do. That's the last thing I would do. I want to sell you my game. I want to give you just enough to satiate your appetite for it. I, and I think they gave us enough to make up our mind on the game. I do. I, I Look, it's pinball, guys. It's a steel ball bouncing around, doing loops, doing orbits, going into garages. On a, you, you, Look, you, you guys know pinball well enough by now that you can actually imagine what the ball is going to be like flying around that game. You know Scott Denise makes fun games. Why would he stop here? He made a fun, he made one of the most fun pinball games with, with, with less than most than most stern games and it's just more fun and more engaging. He's been working on this for two years. Do you think Scott Denisi, after two years of working on this game, is gonna put a game out there that's not fun? When Chuck is telling us, wait till you hear these call outs, I mean they had me laughing for hours. Do you think he's gonna say, like, oh yeah, you're gonna turn this game on and it's not fun? Because here's why I think Rick and Morty is going to just be like a different kind of pinball experience. The humor in this show, it's going to be so irreverent and over the top. I, I, I think it's going to make so many stern games when it comes to humor feel like, like, like G-rated movies for kiddies. Like how pathetic is it? How pathetic is it? Think about it like this. How pathetic is it that Rick and Morty is going to give you that adult humor you want and stern release Deadpool? who is the Marvel Universe's irreverent, like, adult-themed character, 
and they don't even have any curse words in Deadpool, right? Deadpool's for kitties. It's for your little kitties. Deadpool comes to us already in parent mode, but this game's going to come to us. It, it, I, I can't wait. Like this game's going to call us all sorts of names. It's going to it's going to like insult us as the player. Uh, it's it's going to be the kind of game when people come over your game room and they hear it. I think it's just going to have uh, what I think is one of the most important elements of any pinball game. And it's what every, like most Bally Williams games had. This is the most important element in pinball. It's personality. This game is just going to ooze personality. And it's going to be fun to turn it on and flip it every time. I just, I just, I know it. I know it. I'm willing to bet my, my, my podcast on that, that this game's going to be fun and it's going to have a, a, a ton of personality in it. And it's going to be unlike any pinball machine you currently own. How's that? Now, here's the other part though. I just want to say this because this is the other thing that just, that just, that just stuck out when I was like thinking about it. It's still a spooky game. And now that we're at this price point, I, I do think, you know, some people were waiting to see something that was going to be at the same level of a Stern LE, the same level as a Jersey Jack pinball machine, uh, the same level as a Chicago gaming company game, because now the prices are, are and Spooky's right in there with the prices. And Spooky has come a long way. But, you know, I do look at this game and I do say to myself, it's they're, they're not at that level yet. They're just not. It's just not there. Um, but what they're giving us is is the best version of a spooky game to date with a theme that's big and that's just a decision we all have to make um it it, it is now uh at the point where you know these games are costing a lot of money there's no way around it like this is not a stern there's no pro version of rick and morty okay this game is seven thousand dollars right so you know and then you add on stuff that you're going to want and you it gets up there pretty quickly um, so that just is something that everyone out there has to decide. Like, is it worth it? Um, personally, I like that we have this boutique company that's actually delivering games. Um, there are some pros and cons to buying a game from Spooky Pinball. You have to wait a long time. The code's not done. Uh, and the wait's the big issue. If there was no wait, if Spooky could get 750 people their games in two months, they would sell every one. They would sell every one. And I still think they're going to sell every one, but the wait will be painful. There is no way around it. You are going to have a painfully long wait if you have a high number. But for a lot of people out there, they're okay with it, you know, because because here's the thing. All you're doing is locking in that $1,000 or $1,500. They're not going to come knocking for more money until your game is ready. So it's not like you have to spend all of that money. It's not like you're locking up that much capital. You still can spend money on other games over the years and buy and sell games and flip games and do whatever you want in pinball for 18 months. And only when your game is about to go on the line are they going to ask for that additional um, income from you. So just remember that too. It's not like you're out everything for that long of time, okay? All right, so here's the deal. I'm going to wrap up this episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast. You know, I think it's an exciting day. I think it's an anxious day for people. I, I think whenever a new pinball machine enters the world, um, we, we have butterflies and we have uh, head scratching going on. And, and, and I guess the final question, and then I'll let you go. Sorry, I, I always ramble. Was this, is this game living up to the hype? And I think the answer today, Monday, was it December 16th, is we don't know yet. <laughs> we just don't know yet if this game lives up to the hype. 
And I think that's a fair assessment at this point. I think people have to roll the dice a little bit, all right? Now, before I let you go, one final thing. The other thing we've been talking about is Stern Pinball's next game and when will we see it and will it rain on this parade? Are they going to drop something this week? Now, I want to tell you something I heard from a little birdie who's played Stern's next game, who's seen Stern's next game. And this is an interesting thing. And I want you take you take away you take away what you will with this comment, but I heard that Stern's next game is a bit of a head scratcher. I heard that Canada's Pinball Podcast, and this person knows me, knows my personality. He said, "Chris, you are going to have a field day with Stern's next game, both good and bad." And I can't wait till you see it because I think it's just going to open up a ton of content for you to talk about. So what does that mean, right? What does that mean that there's going to be something good in this game? Maybe the good is the theme, Stranger Things, and maybe bad is just the way they executed it. But I'm, I'm here to tell you that I think Stern's next game isn't going to be this like holy cow, like universal home run game. I can't wait. I'm excited because, you know what, I feel like they're stalling right now. Come on, Stern. Nobody cares about Elvira no more. Get the next game out. Come on. If you're going to have games on location next week, you have to reveal it this week. What a great time. What a great time to be alive in the pinball world with all this stuff coming out, competing for our dollars. All right, everybody. Um, email me. I would love to hear what your opinions are about Spooky Pinball's game, uh, Pinball at gmail.com. And look, you've got a little, in an hour from now, you got to order this game if you're going to order it. So get going. By the time this podcast, if you listen to the end of it, you, you're already too late. It might have sold out. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Stop it.